What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Man, and this is another weekday drop. Listen, folks, this is a September 2023 weekday drop. I got a exciting show for y'all today, man. Real short show. We're going to be talking about a couple things, diving into a couple things and everything else. But before we jump in, man, y'all be sure to check out the classic shows, RGTV on all podcast platforms, Real Gamer on all podcast platforms. You see it right here on the video side on YouTube over here. We on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We here, we there, we everywhere, baby. Check us out and check out the music. That's 23 Mind on SoundCloud also for those that don't know. Who said gamers can't rap? Get down. Listen, man. We're going to be talking about a lot, a lot, just a little bit of a lot, just a little bit of a lot, because y'all know PlayStation Showcase, uh, the PlayStation State of Play, just did their thing. <sighs> Let's talk about it. It was okay. It was okay. Um, honestly, I didn't watch the whole thing because I wasn't too, too excited like I thought I was going to be about it. Uh, the only things that really caught my attention and really kept me engaged in it Resident Evil, you know we're gonna dive into it. That's what this whole show really about. Just that's why we work red today. <laughs> you feel me? Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We're gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, and Spider Man Two. Spider Man, I, I was hyped about it, but I'm like, come on already, bring it out, <laughs> you know. But Resident Evil and Final Fantasy. Let's dive heavy right now. First topic: Resident Evil because it's my favorite. Listen. So, I was looking at this, um, let's bring up this trailer, man. Let's bring up the trailer. We, we got to bring up the trailer for y'all one time. One time. Hold on. We got to bring up the trailer for y'all. We're going to put the camera down just for a little bit. Bring up the, just so I can get the, get the. Uh, into the YouTube page of Mastermind RGTV to see what we're viewing here. What we're looking at right now is the Resident Evil 4, where they show at the PlayStation Showcase VR and uh, the separate ways, Ada Wong. So, so check it. Pause it right now. So check it. The first thing caught my attention with the Resident Evil 4 VR situation. It looked good. I'm not gonna even hold you, yo. This looked better than I thought it was gonna look. And shout out to my homie Q. I know me and Q, we was talking on the show before. We were saying how uh, we spoke about it and I spoke about it on the show before, um, how the VR version, the, the graphics is a little bit more detailed in some views. Um, but you know it's definitely a difference in the VR and the regular. Uh, so to see VR, like, cause I was wondering, are they gonna play through like the whole story? Listen, they playing through the whole story. Look like it may be some parts that's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Um, that I can see that they may have a couple issues with, you know what I'm saying? Or they, I'm trying, cause I'm trying to figure out like how, how are they going some of the modes on here like if you're playing if you're playing through the story mode some of these uh scenarios and situations on here it's going to be really hard to play in vr versus if you was in um third person point of view so i'm interested to see how different the vr version is versus the regular one but i can say by those graphics looking like that yo and if you're giving me a full story Resident Evil 4 or even some little special pause you may throw now it'd be really it'd be really interesting if they throw some special parts into the game I hope they do that to make it completely different from the original game or whatever um would I would I buy it probably so but I'm not a big VR fan even though I'm a technically VR specialist but um would I buy it I don't, I'm not sure man because Resident Evil is not really a scary game, but any game in VR is pretty scary. And y'all know me, man. I'm a, I like challenges, so I actually run towards the field when I'm playing scary games. Will I run towards the field in VR? That's another question, and that's another screen for another day. <laughs> 
but listen man this looks really good so when i seen these parts i was like okay i don't know about playing like the whole thing like this part right here facing him bro i don't know man but that's something new with the two revolvers the knife fight would be pretty interesting I don't know, man. It, I, I play it, but I don't know if it'll be something that I just continuously just play through. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna, we gonna, as we look, as we looking at this trailer for all my audio people over there on the podcast audio part, we're looking at the trailer again. Um, Original Evil Four remake. And this is uh, the DLC and the VR. I got all, I got so many tabs for people about the music. Ada Wong, oh, sex self. She is back, ladies and gentlemen. She is back. My boy Ada, my, my boy Whisker. Yo, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be really interesting. And see, Pete Game, man. September 21st, not too far along the way. Uh, and plus, we're getting Whisker and uh, Ada Wong on the mercenary mode. September 21st, of course. Let's break it down and talk about it just for a little bit, man. This man. Um, so. I really wish that for the people that like me myself that bought the deluxe copy of the deluxe version of the game I feel like we should get the Ada Wong DLC for free real talk we should get it for free what was the point of me paying for the deluxe other than those costumes other than the two bear shotgun that I didn't even use not for long it was fun I, I i i kept myself trying to continue to use it because i felt like i gotta use it because i paid for it almost you know what i'm saying but come on bro y'all y'all know y'all should have gave us the eight wall dlc for free we got mercenaries added on um a free update that's cool but the eight wall should have been free too uh someone made a good point out online it was like you know capcom is taking all of this old uh, old gaming content or whatever and chopping it up and refeeding it to us that should be illegal now i thought about it i was like that's a they, that's a valid point you know what i'm saying that's a valid point but they did go through and like actually redo some of this stuff so it still was work put into it so it's not like the game was just we're gonna give you the same game but it kind of was but they still put a little work into it and they have ai end up doing all the work and y'all still charging us for it. <laughs> That's a different story. That's a different argument almost. But I don't know. I thought about it, man. But I was like, because for the original, original Resident Evil 4 back in the day, um, I'm trying to, what's this? Did this DLC come with the game? I think so. I think it did. It came with the game after you beat the game. See, that's how games need to go back. When Once you beat the game, give me a reward for beating the game. Give me a DLC. Give me a side quest. Give me a side story or whatever outside of the main story. That's how games used to be back in the day. I feel like now they kind of took that away, which is like a little bummer because now we got to pay for every single bit of content that they dish out to us. And this is a perfect example of, um, you know, Ada Wong's story because I'm pretty sure Ada Wong's story, her story was long, but not like, not long, long. You feel me? It's, it's probably a good, she probably got a good six chapters, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just really wish it was free. I'm still getting it anyway, so I ain't complaining. I ain't tripping, you know, but here on the show, we like to give you both perspectives. You know what I'm saying? We like to give you the bad and the good and in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So it's never it's never complaining or anything of like, ah, oh, screw you guys, nothing like that. 
we love Resident Evil, so you know we're gonna get we gonna get it regardless. But it just just something to think about, and I thought about it was like, yo, good valid point, good valid point, because this is so a lot of like old content that they just kind of reusing, and they gave us this shit back in the day for free, you know. So I I feel like like I said, if they come back to the situation of when we beat the game, let us play it or let us get it for free, that'd be cool. I'm pretty excited for the mercenary mode. They're bringing um, my boy back. You know what I'm saying? Albert Whisker. Can't wait to play it and get my hands on it. So, you know, can't wait, man. So let's dive right in talking about, um, we're going to come back and talk about that. Don't worry. We're going to come back and talk about that. Legend is up. We're going to come back and talk about that. But um, let's jump right back into, um, hold on, I got to put my, put my fees on here, right? Mm, there we go. Billy go. <laughs> now let's talk about this uh, Final Fantasy they show at the PlayStation Showcase. So check it, man. Um, those that own Final Fantasy VII, yeah, get it. Of course, it's one of those ones. You're already a big favorite fan, and you know what I'm saying you're already on the list of getting it. Now for the people that don't own Final Fantasy VII or don't even know anything about the story. Bro, I probably, honestly, I probably wouldn't recommend this game for you. I'm going to be straight up 100%. And it's a two-disc. So you know it's going to be a long game. <laughs> it's going to be one of them games where you're going to have to, like, like really dive into. So um, because the story is a little convoluted a little bit, the, the story is, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a bit far-fetched. Uh, it, it, even with the first Final Fantasy and games like this, like if you play it and then put the controller down and come back to it, ooh boy, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hard time trying to pick back up where the story was. You gonna have a hard time like picking back up, getting engaged into the story unless you like really know the characters and like really know what's going on and remember what's going on. But if you're in a situation to where, you know, you're busy and you just want to play a game, a quick RPG game and get some heat out on the game or whatever, pick up Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. OK, you better remember where yet. You better remember what's going on, because if you don't, you may be a little frustrated. <laughs> it's, go, it's one of those games. But I seen the fact that they're offering like little mini games onto the game and that's pretty exciting because like the whole little chocobo race i seen that on there um what else they got like some little little wrestling fight situation you could fight with the characters i see that on there so they got some little mini games that can probably hold players over like that or players that just kind of want something extra to do within the game that's good you know what I'm saying? But for the new people that just hasn't heard of the story, I would recommend, unless they kind of do like God of War, give us like a recap uh, when we buy the new one. Give us like a recap of the old game or something. If they do that, then yeah, cool. But if you're new and you don't really know anything about it, I probably would recommend this game. I'd probably say go to the other Final Fantasy, start from there or start from the old Final Fantasy 7, the remake, of course, and then come to this one. But if you're a Final Fantasy fan or a new Final Fantasy fan looking to dive right into it, you really want to just get knee deep into it, bro, just start with the first one and then make your way up to this one because it's one of those games, man. Once you locked in, oh, you locked in and it's, it's fun. So keep that in mind. But, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to pick it up. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't got time, but I'm going to definitely pick it up. <laughs> we beat the first one. That's the goal for, for all games, of course. We we yeah, we trying to beat it. You feel me? Um, We're going to definitely pick it up. I remember the story from the first one. It's still locked in memory. So I'm, I'm hopefully I can get it as soon as it drops. And I can just be back on the pace of playing it. And I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Speaking of Final Fantasy, let's talk about Final Fantasy X for a second. Shout out to the army homie that uh just... um just got locked in he started playing final fantasy 10 for the first time listen my brother it's a very fun game <laughs> enjoy enjoy it's one of my hearts man it's one of my hearts i love it rumors that we are getting a final fantasy 10 remake like they're redoing it holds majig plus 10 2 rumors just rumors i don't know if it's true I've been seeing some stuff online. You feel what I'm saying? You can't believe everything you see online, folks. I'm just, I'm, I'm be real with you. You know what I'm talking about? 
can't believe everything you see online. <laughs> but I seen it. I was like, there's an inchling of hope there. And when they were saying that it's going to be some type of um, some type of like Final Fantasy uh, anniversary or something like that. And like 20 years or something like that. So if they correlate it right, I can believe it and be like, oh, okay, this makes sense for a drop date or, you know, it's about time or they listening, you know, so I'm here for it. If we get a trailer uh, this year, end of this year, beginning next year, bro, I'm pre, I'm out of pre-order though. Uh, that's time. And then too, look at the numbers that Resident Evil 4 remake has done. I think numbers like this should inspire all classic games that was like high numbers back in the day, like Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X was a very successful Final Fantasy game. So, same thing Resident Evil 4. was a very successful game back in the day. Now look at what the remake has done. Top charts. So I think if we get a Final Fantasy X remake, I think it can top charts. You know what I'm saying? The story was much more easier to catch on to. It's not convoluted and long and overdriven or or anything like the other Final Fantasy games. You know what I'm saying? No, nothing to the other Final Fantasy games, but I think 10 got the best story of all of them. Like uh, the best story to where you can understand it and you can keep up with it and you can follow along with it and really like it gets your emotions at times and it gets your excitement it gets your inspiration it gets your like motivation ready to play and like oh let's let's go even the blitz ball situation like it got a lot of elements in that game that other final fantasy games i feel like they don't have and another final fantasy game remake uh would be really dope is the one with lightning on it the first game with lightning uh whatever just the girl lightning I, I can't think of the number but that final fantasy at the moment but that'd be a really good one too um was it is it 13 i think it's 13 but that'd be a good final fantasy too uh to, to drop too but 10 i feel like it had the best elements so if they can give us a remake of 10 i'm here for it man that's bucket list drop that in there um it's moving on man uh talking about just for a quick bit I seen as I said um, the Roblox so the kids love Roblox even my daughter she loves Roblox Roblox is coming to PlayStation 5 in October listen man that's gonna bring a lot a lot of exposure um, to PlayStation I think it's gonna be good for PlayStation and it's gonna drive a lot of kids into PlayStation so right around that time and see Think about it. Let, let, let's dive into a deep dive for a second. Let me make sure y'all good over here on the audio podcast side. Hey man, for those on the audio side, man, listen, y'all be sure to check out the YouTube page, Mastermind RGTV, because we got the video page up here and sometimes Spotify be cutting us at 30, 30 minutes. And I may forget to hit record back. You feel me? So, but over here on YouTube, Hey, we still record. You may get 30 minutes extra over on YouTube. <laughs> you feel me? So, you know, swing on over to the YouTube page if we get cut over on the audio now. But um, I thought about that and I was like, yo, this is perfect timing for the PlayStation Portable. Um, This is perfect timing for a lot of the different PlayStation colors that they showed during the PlayStation State of Play, you know. Um, and I'm thinking about the PlayStation handheld, like, yo, you know, the PlayStation portable. I can see now if the kids already have a PlayStation, you know, they're going to probably put on their wish list. Hey, give me the PlayStation portable. They can play the Roblox on the go. Well, not on the go, but just around the house or whatnot perfect marketing strategy for the kids and Roblox I think would help with that if that tangle along just fine um but I don't I don't really know well when it comes to the kids I was finna say I don't I don't know what parent would probably spend about 200 bucks on an on a uh, accessory for the PlayStation because honestly it's just an accessory I'm uh, accessory it's not a full-blown console or anything but then again, around Christmas or Black Friday, parents would probably do it. 
especially now Roblox is coming to PlayStation. Parents will probably do it. So that's that's gonna be a good highlight for PlayStation, definitely. Um, let's talk about this um, this this Assassin Creed uh, coming to the iPhone, and let's talk about the iPhone all in together. So also we had the Apple event just showcased here not too long ago. Ooh, buddy, listen, man, this iPhone, man, is hey, not gonna lie. Let's let's pull up some specs real fast. I want to talk tech. I want to talk tech for a second. Let's see, we're just iPhone 15. So listen, the new iPhone would be able to play console games. Um, Y'all be sure to follow me on IG. I spoke about it a little bit. Um, Mastermind RGTV and Mastermind uh, Master Twenty Three Man. So. This why this is exciting for the mere fact that it's a mobile device. And let's let's pull up the let's pull up the screen for a second. There we go. Now prices prices way too high. I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna even hold you. The prices is way too high. Um but a really really solid phone. And, and the reason we're speaking about it is because it's tied to gaming. And I'm going to dive deep. I'm going to dive heavy into it. I just want to go through and check out these specs. Six cores. Wow. So can I... They're going to give you more details. So listen, man. This thing... This, yeah, accelerated ray tracing for the first, yeah. This thing's gonna have some ray tracing on it, bro. So, listen, man. Why this is exciting is the mere fact this is gonna open up a market wave. For, for the thing, the price is too expensive. Price is too expensive, but everyone's gonna buy it because it's Apple. That's the thing. Apple can sell you anything and you'll still buy it. But I ain't gonna get into my rent. <laughs> but it's amazing because this is gonna open the flash, the, the flood market of mobile gaming. Um, two, you're able to play console games, like really good games, like Resident Evil 4. You can play it on your iPhone. This is this is incredible. This is gonna open the floodgate for mobile gaming. And um, now it's gonna be in a situation that. that should you get a console or should you get a new iPhone? I think that's a valid argument now. If the new iPhone is, is capable of playing, you know, really powerful games. I mean, Resident Evil 4 Remake is not like a very powerful game, but yo, it's the new Assassin's Creed that's coming out. The new iPhone will be able to play it. Um, they say... Yeah, it'll be coming to the to iPhone 15 in 2024. I'm reading off my handy dandy board over here at that part, y'all. Casey, that's not the digital. <laughs> but it's gonna be able to play. It's gonna be able to play a new Assassin's Creed. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's dope. That the whole ray tracing, graphics, and everything. You're still gonna get really good, solid graphics on the phone. Like, yo, bro, this is amazing. So now it's one of those situations. Should you get a new iPhone or should you get a new console if you're still able to play console games on a phone? And what's exciting about this is, you know, the Apple headset. Remember that thing that's coming out next year that they reveal this year? Listen, man. I see Apple will. I got a lot to say about it. That's why I'm like just kind of pondering it. Because from the business side, you got another different story. From the tech side, you got another different story. And from the gaming side, you got another a whole. It's three different stories I can tell here. Uh, so let's just dive into all three of them. But on the gaming end, you got the Apple Arcade. If Apple can get with a, a, a really good gaming developed team, they're probably already working on some because games 
when we talk about it, us, the public, me, with public, whatever, when we talk about it, you know what I'm saying? They probably already be working on these things behind closed doors years before we even talking about it. But if Apple can get their hands on a good, solid game directing team and come out with a solid game exclusively, exclusively for iPhone, yo, yo, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, y'all in trouble. Because Apple already has a billion and something users. So you got to take these billions of users, a database that you already got, your ecosystem of billion users. You got the headset that's going to drop next year. Now you're going to get us like directly immersed into this digital world and also into gaming. Um, With these billions of users have the power at the palm of their hands to play console games that X out the, I don't need to buy Xbox. I don't need to buy a PlayStation. I don't need to buy a Nintendo Switch. I can just buy this iPhone and play these console games through the App Store, through Apple Arcade or whatever. And on top, now these guys are making exclusive title games and they're actually really fun. Hmm, what a twist to this story. I think that'd be really dope from Apple coming from the game side if they can pull it off. Uh, These are just predictions of just like my visionary mind creative just popping off from the business side. So when they was dealing with issues with China, shout out to EYL and the brother Ian, man, they broke it down perfectly. But when they was uh, beefing, when they beefing, we got beef with China or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They saying a lot of the government uh, over there in China, we're going to ban iPhones over there. They're banning iPhones for all government use or whatever over there in China. Hit, it, it, it hit us bad. They lost like a whole billions of dollars when that was announced that day. So when I seen that happen and seeing them shifting over to the India market before that happened, makes sense now. Makes sense. Apple been trying to get out of China for the longest anyway. So when they shift over to open up the new Apple stores in India, perfect. Now you got your new China. It's, you know I mean? The people is in India and the growth that they're going to get from India, perfect. Knew that was going to, that's a great business move. So you put all those Apple stores or whatever. Now iPhones is there. Great. Dope. Let's see that happen. Um, even, even in Africa also, you know what I'm saying? Africa. Let's, let's, let's tie Africa into this. Africa tie into esports. Shout out to the brother over there. MDP with Prodigy. You know what I'm talking about? Now my brother's Ace Gamings. Now my other brother's over there. So listen, tied into esports. If you already got a billion, billions of users over here in the ecosystem and you got millions and billions of young people over in Africa playing games and entering into the esports, now they're already doing it on a mobile perspective. Remember, mobile gaming is already popping off in Africa big anyway. Shout out to my brothers. Like I said, they, yo, they winning championships and winning tournaments playing mobile games. So... If iPhones was to roll out, well, I can't even say roll out cheaper devices because I don't think Apple will never really get down to a point to where they would just be a cheaper phone or would they roll out another cheaper phone to perform well? Maybe so, but not the 15 Pro because they're trying to push everybody to the Pro, obviously. Uh, But you got so many gamers, young gamers in Africa or whatnot on the on the rise and coming up. Give them this new iPhone. Yo. Wave. A tidal wave of mobile gaming. The future of esports. A new audience of gamers. Not necessarily a new audience of gamers. They're already there. But the new spotlight is put on mobile gaming. So now the questions still arise. Should I buy just buy a new iPhone or should I get this new console? I think that's a valid question. Now tie into the tech side. Let's go. Let's talk tech side of it. 
We just gave you a breakdown from the gaming perspective and from the business perspective. Now we're going to give you a breakdown from the tech perspective. They're moving over to USB-C. cut me over there for all my anchor viewers man hey man look y'all need to tune in to uh y'all need to tune into the youtube page mastermind rgtv we just got cut i don't know where we got cut at we'll figure that out a little bit later but uh listen we was talking about the iphone i was giving you a breakdown of um different perspectives from the gaming side of apple the tech side of apple and the business side of apple um, but what I was saying before was if Apple can figure out a, a, a good AAA title game and make it exclusive or just drop some, I say exclusive because that'll like draw everybody to, oh, I must get the iPhone to play this game type deal. Uh, but even if they come up with a good game and don't make it exclusive, it'll still be a good thing. They can, and if it's good, that'll be something they can have under their belt so they can be like, okay, yeah, look, Look, we big dogs in the gaming arena. We big dogs over here in the tech space. We big dogs over here in, in accessory space. We big dogs over here in the phone space. We big dogs over here in the healthcare too. We big dogs over here in the credit card space too. You know what I'm saying? So Apple's pretty much here, there, and everywhere also. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they they need some new. They need something they need. Oh, they in trouble if this headset is a flop. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a flop though. Because no matter what Apple drop, they do need to lower the price. They, they do need to lower the price. But I feel like everything Apple drop, new, old, whatever, people still going to run out and buy it. That concludes that. <laughs> people going to still run out and buy it. Moving on, talking about this. Uh, speaking of credit cards, Microsoft is launching an Xbox credit card. Bring my backdrop back. Apple not sponsoring us for that. So Microsoft is launching an Xbox credit card. I'm going to let y'all read more details on that, man. But I think it was pretty cool when I seen it. I was like, oh, really? Wait a minute. I just I just passed by the clip on here where it was saying uh, when you have like Xbox points, it'll go towards the card. Yep. Boom. Here we go. All right. Here we go right here. Pull up the bitch. Includes, yep, includes points you can redeem on games. You earn points for the Xbox credit card through game purchase, Netflix subscriptions, and more. This is perfect for our uh, Netflix users and our gamers. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is going to be a good, uh, definitely a big deal. So all my Xbox fans, yo, you're going to want to cop this. All my Netflix Subscribers, you're going to want to cop this. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you don't have an Xbox, hey, you can use some of that money on Xbox Game Pass, baby. <laughs> Speaking of Xbox, Xbox Game Pass, um, I'm not going to speak too much on it, the Starfield, because I, I, I don't have it. I deactivated my Xbox Game Pass, but I will be reactivating it. Just got to find the time, but I've been live on Twitch playing some Watch Dogs. After this, we're going to give Watchdog a full review and breakdown. Be sure to check out that. Dropping here later on YouTube. But uh, I've been having a lot of fun on Watchdogs. Really a lot of fun. I was going to act reactivate the Xbox Game Pass and everything. Play some Starfield. And man, this Watchdog Game Pass. I mean, this Watchdog Game Pass. This Watchdog game has been really fun. But um, Starfield, shout out to the homie Q, man. We got to get the homie Q back on the show. Q has been on the road with Starfield, yo. He played like a 12-hour marathon on Starfield. So he going to come in here and break down and give us the whoop-de-wop on how Starfield is rolling. I've been seeing I've been seeing him play, man. Starfield, so from what I seen, shout out to the Brother Hip Hop Gamer too, man. He been playing too. So from what I've seen so far, it's an Xbox game. 
It's totally an Xbox game. Look fun. But it looked like one of them games like, bruh, don't play this shit if you got shit to do. Because if you do, you're going to get locked in like a couch potato and find yourself very immersed in a star galactic galactic universe game. That's not a bad thing. But um, it's a game that looked like it can really lock you in. One of the problems I have with all Xbox games is they look so robotic, like they, like they, they just look robotic, man. They just feel weird. The eyes will move weird. It's just something about Xbox games that that bothers me, and this game has it. But other than that, it's a game that really looked like you can get immersed in, locked into very easy. The graphics is phenomenal on it. Graphics look pretty, really, really good. I love the, uh, to hear when the team, the CEO and the president and directors and all these guys speak about the game. I love to hear them speak about it because their passion for it, man, and their excitement. And they feel like they really accomplished something and what they did with this game. Yo, hats off to Starfield, man. I definitely think it's in the game of the year category uh, from all of the hype that it got. And uh, from the cool things seen from the gaming's perspective, it's like, yo, bro, we we got a we got a, a good space a, a good space game, you know, No Man's Sky. When it first dropped, it had the hype like this is gonna be a great space game, but it flopped and had a little issues, and then came back with a lot of the updates and DLCs or whatever. Turned out to be a good space game. Uh, Starfield, I've been hearing some bad things about it, but I don't really want to speak on the bad things because I personally haven't put the control up to witness these bad things, so I can't really speak bad bad about the game, but from just the overall real gamer perspective of just loving and, and gaming, yo, the game looked dope. I'll definitely play it. Gotta activate my Xbox Game Pass. I'll activate it just for that. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely one of those games you want to pick up if you got an Xbox. You know what I'm saying? And it's in the running for Xbox. I mean, for, um, I was going to say Xbox, Xbox game, the best Xbox game. I was going to say that, but definitely in the running for Xbox. Uh, I mean, uh, game of the year. I should say Xbox game of the year. <laughs> but um, I want to break something else down too, real, real fast. What was it? I've been retweeting a lot of stuff, y'all. What was it? What was it? What was it? This Nintendo Switch right here. So check this out. This Nintendo Switch right here. Um, so rumors about the Nintendo Switch 2. The new Nintendo Switch 2. Not this old remake of like a HD, uh, Ultra HD uh, Nintendo or something like that. So check this out. Rumors that the Switch 2 will be, uh, we have about 12 gigs of RAM and ray tracing possibility and plus a DL, uh, DLSS 3.1. That's NVIDIA technology. Um, <clears throat> Which is pretty exciting to see. That's really all the information they're gonna break it down and really tell us about. Um, that's really exciting to see, but it's gonna be backwards capability. So we know they're gonna have the same little chips like the Nintendo Switch or whatever. But um, man, I just really hope these graphics is up there passing PlayStation not in the same ballpark of we're running on the same chip with PlayStation or the graphics looks like as if it was a high polished PlayStation 4 I don't want none of that shit you need to come with the hits you need to come with the power give us the next generation of your characters and catalogs the only way you're going to be able to do that, Nintendo, is beef up your hardware. Again, we want Legend of Zelda uh, that's running on Unreal Engine. We want a real good Legend of Zelda that's running on Un Unreal Engine. Ray tracing, we want all that. NVIDIA power with AI, we want all that. Blockchain technology in the future, we want all that. Backwards capability, we want all that. You gotta beef up your, you gotta beef up your stuff. 
I don't know if this is enough power. This is good. It looks good on paper, but we're talking 2024 here, folks. 2024 to 2028. We talking something that's going to hold them over for the next five, four to five years. That looks good now on paper. Not four or five years from now. You get my, you catch my drift. 12 gigs of RAM, ray tracing, cool. Boy, up that thing, 32 gigs RAM. <laughs> you feel me, man? Like, I, I, I want the best for Nintendo. And I want to see the next evolution for Nintendo. I want to see the nostalgic of Nintendo evolve. I want to see the Legend of Zelda out of the cartoon form into that Unreal Engine graphics is blowing through the roof, ray tracing 8K type graphics. Give us that. Metroid on a whole new advanced level. Bring back your character. Dig back into your band. Back in the day, Nintendo had clutch on a lot of. They had. That's what. What you think? Resident Evil came to first. Resident Evil Zero was an exclusive. Was an exclusive on GameCube back in the day, and then it came to the other consoles. Nintendo was in a bag back in the day, bro. Give us an Unreal Engine, something real-looking Pokemon. And this time, when you give us a real looking Pokemon, give us all of the generations. Pack your game to all these characters in your catalog. Tap into it. How you gonna do that? By giving us the power through the hardware. They might not do this through Switch too, but this is just my hopes and my rants right now. Yeah, I know I like to go into Nintendo rants, man, and, and really break down some facts. And if you look at like, yo, man, what Mastermind saying for Nintendo, bro, this would be really good. I'll go and buy it. And I ain't bought a Nintendo console in years. That's what, that's what a gamer from the hood would probably say. You know what I'm talking about? So, Nintendo, give us the power. Get back in your bag. We want to see you evolve. I want the best for Nintendo. I want to see them coming out, busting at Microsoft and Sony, yo. Reminding them like, yo, we got the juice. And then PlayStation come back with PS6 in, 28, in, in 2028. No, nigga, we got the juice. <laughs> so it's just good, healthy competition. I like to see these guys put the tech, the hardware, push it to the limit and give us something great, man. That's my Nintendo rant for the day, y'all. <laughs> Moving on, man. Talking about this Legend of Zelda real fast. Let's scroll down to it, baby. Where's this Legend of Zelda? I was just looking at it, man. I was just looking at it. Where yet, Legend of Zelda? Let me find you. Let me find you. So, boom. Right here. Check this out, yo. Check this out. So, Nintendo is, move, is, is moving on to a brand new Legend of Zelda game. And that basically rules out Tears of the Kingdom DLC. Let's talk about it. I'm a little hurt by it. I'm not going to even lie. I'm a little hurt by it. Hold on, I got to put my face back. For those that's on the audio side, man, y'all be sure to swing on over to the YouTube page now, man. Before we get cut. Anchor, hey. I still be calling them Anchor, but Spotify be tripping on us over here, man. Shout out to all the execs over there at Spotify. I talk to y'all, man. Y'all cool peeps, man. I know y'all didn't mean to come in and buy up Anchor and do y'all thing, but y'all just knocked me out the pay grade, listen. <laughs> but listen, man, let's talk about the Legend of Zelda. So, this new uh, Tales of the Kingdom, man, y'all know uh, that's going to be in the running for Game of the Year. You know what I'm saying? We got the Game Awards coming in December. You know this is going to be on the list going up against a lot of heavy hitters, Starfield, <clears throat> Spider-Man. I think those going to be the top three games that's going to be Final Fantasy. These going to be the four games that's going to be in the nominees for Game of the Year. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man, Final Fantasy, uh, and Starfield. Those going to be the four games. Out of those four the beginning of this year, I probably would have said Legend of the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. 
and then Starfield came out, came out, and they kind of make me change my okay. They nah nah nah. But then looking at the fact that wait a minute, what if they brought more DLCs out? You know, for Legend of Zelda, kind of like they did with the last Legend of Zelda. Perfect. Yeah, it's gonna probably win Game of the Year if it do that because they keep on adding on to the content, delivering us greatness. Stop it. Slow your brakes. No, they won't. Dang. You mean to tell me all that hype for Tears of the Kingdom we had and but I can understand it. I can understand it because of all of the creativity and the things we can do in Tears of the Kingdom. You got a world up here and you got a world on the land. And I think they even said it is a uh, world up on the ocean, uh, up under the ocean floor and everything too. So different layers of worlds and with all the creativity of different things you could create in the game I get it it's a lot you can do so you really don't need a DLC I get it you a full polished game 30 plus hours cool I get it you're worth the 59 79 69 book game but come on man give us a DLC man don't don't leave us high and hope dro dro dry <laughs> but if you're working on a legend of zelda that's using um unreal engine technology something next level for the switch to your new console oh yeah man drop that dlc boy go ahead work on the next legend of zelda i ain't mad at you go ahead do your thing so i see both sides of the pendulum here so if they working on a new legend of zelda and the graphics is going to be like I just everything explained, boofed up, you know, boofed up, beefed up, you know what I'm saying? Good technology, good hardware for the next console. Yeah, keep your keep that energy and go ahead and continue to work on the new Legend of Zelda with that. We ain't got to get no DLC. That's all right. That's all right. Because we see this new next Legend of Zelda looking like that. Ooh. Hats off. Congratulations to Nintendo. You just sold them. So that's my thoughts on that Legend of Zelda. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. So listen, man, we're going to go ahead and bounce out of here. Uh, that's actually all I really wanted to come in and talk about. <laughs> that's really all, y'all, man. Um. Oh, one more thing before we get out of here, bruh. Listen. This Grand Theft Auto. This Grand Theft Auto. So Rockstar Games, they announced that they'll be celebrating... Grand Theft Auto's 10th anniversary next week and uh, this is actually this week as we talk the podcast uh, this, I'm reading a retweet anniversary next week in GTA Online with a special event and new things just kind of celebrated or whatever bruh I was thinking to myself when I retweeted this I said what if they show a trailer or giving off hints of the new Grand Theft Auto on the GTA Online. That is possible. They probably are doing that. I don't know because I don't play GTA Online anymore, but that'd be dope. A good segue to kind of get people, of course, people already know about GTA 6 is coming, but to kind of, okay, now get ready to to get out of this world, kind of like what Call of Duty do in Warzone. They blow up the map or whatever. What if GTA was to do something like that. Give us a whole new map of online and you can't go back to the, oh no, they might not do that, but it's just something I was thinking like, what if they're doing something special to kind of like, you know, give out, show people uh, more new things, how the new Grand Theft Auto is gonna be. And this new Grand Theft Auto, man, that's gonna be another thing. The graphics on it, the question is, Will will it eventually be available for uh, the new Nintendo console? Because ray tracing and AI technology and um, all this stuff going on with graphics to improve graphics, you know the new Grand Theft Auto is gonna look amazing and gonna be packed with like perfect examples of how to use ray tracing technology 
or um, perfect for AI-generated conversations or perfect for AI to be evolved to the next level in gaming. I think Grand Theft Auto is going to be the perfect game for all of these new things that's uh, currently hot here in the conversations of gaming and technology. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it on both sides and both spectrums of it to see what's what this new Grand Theft Auto is going to pull off. We know it's going it's going to be another number one seller game. It's always the number one seller game, but what are they going to do with this one? I can't wait to see. So uh that's all I got for y'all right now, man. Before we jump on out of here, man, y'all be sure to follow me everywhere Master 23mind. Check out the music and um check out the um check out follow me on IG too. For sure, for sure. Uh, but check out, I was going to say, I need to start pinning my Discord link uh, down here in the description or whatever. Shout out to everybody in the Discord link. You know what I'm saying? We've been in the Discord. Um, we got we, we got we to gotta start sharing the Discord so we can get y'all tapped in. But follow me on YouTube also, Mastermind RGTV. Master 23Mind everywhere. The classic shows, RGTV, on all podcast platforms. We're here, we're there, we everywhere. The classic shows, man. Hey, shout out to my brother, uh, Tweet, man. Listen. Them classic shows, but I need to get you on the cut, my brother. Hey man, we got some, we got some good chop ups. Some the way we did the classic shows is just special sauce. That special sauce, my ladies, ladies and gentlemen, is not here on the real gamer uh, shows of the week they drop. But that classic sauce is a taste of how we do things in music almost. But uh, be sure to check out those. That, that's always special to the heart. Those are the classic shows. RGTV, we here, we there, we everywhere. Real Gamer, also. Mastermind RGTV, baby. Subscribe, like, tell a friend. We here, we there, we everywhere. Peace, love is love, y'all. Y'all be safe, y'all be easy. Game on. Thank you.